Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm not Dr. Pat. <laughs> My name is Claire Candy Huff, and when the lovely Dr. Pat asked me to host her show, I jumped in to allow her to have some much-needed R&R over the holidays, as if you know Dr. Pat, you know that she gives so much to many others. So here we are, everyone, two days to go before Christmas, and if you're like me, you will have bought all your presents and sent all the packages and cards near and far by December 1st. I know, it's disgustingly organized. Yet, you know, there are others who, are, who really enjoy the last minute hustle and bustle of shopping and preparing for the holidays. And you know what? Being an early bird is not always a good thing, as there are certainly more bargains to take advantage of the closer one gets to that date of December 25th. Now, there are others who may not be celebrating and may choose to calmly watch others racing around like ants as they sit back and uh, basically let this time of the year just take care of itself. Whatever you are choosing to do at this time of year, my angelic family, who many know are called the Posse of Angels, and I wish that you remain safe, especially in icy, snowy areas of the globe, and that you, you and your loved ones remain in good health. And if you listen carefully, that's the clock, and it's ticking down. It's not only a week away to a whole new year, but it's a week away to a brand new decade. I can't believe it, that I just, that is unbelievable. And to quote a song, what a difference a decade can make. When I look back over the previous 10 years, I am in absolute awe of how many of my dreams manifested and what enormous changes transpired in my life. Within the last decade, I created my weekly Angel Healing House radio program in January of 2012, which is now going into its ninth year. I just can't believe that. Being a host on the lovely Transformation Talk Radio here um, has allowed me to take advantage of the new technology not only as being a radio host, but going live on Facebook Live TV. Within the past 10 years, I've published five, five books, which include two audio books that I narrated and voiced characters for, along with professional voiceover actors. And my huge dream 
of becoming a number one best-selling author was realized with my two books, One True Home, Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness, there it is with me as the angel on the cover, and the sequel to it, which is I Am an Angelic Walk-In, the autobiography of Angel Ariel. These two books went number one on Amazon in five different countries, the USA, UK, Germany, Canada, and Australia. And while these professional achievements brought me such great joy, I also look back over the previous decade. I see how much I've grown, how much I've changed. 10 years ago, I was really unbalanced, giving so much of my time, my effort, my finances to others, and my health suffered. Now, having learned to honor and respect myself, and to create healthy boundaries for balance. Over the last 10 years, I create time for self-care, to sit in quiet reflection. And generally, I make time to create peace for my well-being. And it's, it's uh, shown in uh, my relationships. It's shown in, in and particularly in my relationship with myself. And it's my life has just become so... Uh, so much more in balance. Now, the Posse of Angels, this is my angelic family, and I want for you, you listeners, think back over the last 10 years to different areas in your life. Okay, just just take a, take a few moments and to see how much you've changed and what, think back, what you have manifested to yourself. Okay. Um, have your relationships changed with others? And just as importantly, the relationship you have with yourself, has that changed? Have you, um, have some of your dreams, have some of your dreams manifested? Or are they still unrealized, creating with you a great deal of frustration in your heart? You know, with so many of us living lives of conscious awareness, we know that everything is energy. Everything that we do is an energy. And that each one of us is creating our realities with the energies behind the words we speak, the thoughts we think, our actions and the feelings we choose to hold in our hearts. And yet, if we only know this from an intellectual point of view, and we don't take any inspired action to create something different in our lives, creating some different energies, then because the laws of cause and effect, nothing much will transpire differently in our lives. And it's this mental programming of rationally trying to figure life out that is a lot of people spinning their wheels and forcing and pushing a logical agenda rather than letting go of expectations to easily follow the intuitive signs and messages sent by God and your angels to passionately co-create your life. Your intuition, the urge in your heart, your heartfelt feelings at this stage 
um, in the collective consciousness is your best barometer as to what to action next. You know, it reminds me of a client who was finishing up writing her book in 2015. At the same time, I was finishing up writing my novel, One True, oh, this, uh, I wasn't writing that one, uh, One True Home behind the veil of forgetfulness. And uh, now that her book was completed, um, she wanted an angel reading with me to see um, how spirit was going to provide her with a publisher. Those were her words. Now, in the reading, her angels and spirit guides made no mention of a literary agent or a publisher, but they excitedly congratulated her on finishing the book and they told her to self-publish it and shared that she should start writing a sequel to it. <laughs> At that point, she had no idea there was going to be a sequel to her book. Well, suddenly she got very quiet and angry and she started to fume. She said, you tell God and the angels that until they bring me a publisher who's going to pay me money to publish my book, I am not going to write one word of any other books. And you know, from a logical point of view, I could easily see her frustration. She had previously been a successful writer on TV shows, but she had not been able to get work in the industry for six years. She was frantic for money, and her desperate energies of lack and scarcity pervaded every area of her life. She couldn't pay her rent. She couldn't pay for food. Her relationships with her family were argumentative and full of blame, you know, pushing the river of life, choosing to force and control how God and the angels had to fill her agenda. Kept, her, kept away all kinds of miracles, abundance, and riches that were hers and hers alone. You know, if she had followed Spirit's urgings to trust, to trust and faithfully write her sequel, the Posse of Angels shared with me that it would have opened more avenue of, avenues of abundance in all forms and in all areas of her life. Now, on the flip side of that, when I completed my second book, <clears throat> One True Home, I asked the Posse of Angels what I should do next to promote the book. And they clearly said to me, self-publish it and go write the sequel. At that point, I too did not know that there was going to be a sequel. Now, being a faithful servant, very trusting servant of God and not second guessing what is in God's heart or in his or her mind. I faithfully wrote the sequel. I am an angelic walk-in, the autobiography of Angel Ariel. And everyone, it was channeled so quickly that it was written in just four months and it was published and released exactly a year to the date that my previous book was published. Because I felt so rich and so prosperous being of best service to God in the way that he or she wished me to contribute my talents, my feelings of joyful abundance, then spread to all areas of my life. 
which created an abundance of loving relationships because I had such a, a wonderful relationship with God's source and listening intuitively. An abundance of financial opportunities sought me out and an abundance of connections to foster and grow this ever-expanding abundance of me as an author. And by listening intuitively to God's guidance, I co-created yet another opportunity for me to be my own real life hero. And that's what we're talking about today, choosing to be your own hero in 2020. You know, everyone, I didn't know it at the time, but I was living this quote by Joseph Campbell, who said, a hero or heroine is someone who has given his or her life to something bigger than themselves. What could possibly be bigger than surrendering one's will in order to co-create with God and the angel's will who work in the realm of miracles, magic, synchronicities, and limitless possibilities. In one of my recent Angel Healing House radio programs, which by the way, airs every week at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Transformation Talk Radio, I was asked by several listeners how they can move forward and what is coming next for them. Well, the posse of angels emphasized that we, as a, con uh, as a conscious, enlightened collective, we no longer have to wait for any person, any hero in authority, or wait for any group, organization, or guru to give us the green light on what to do next in order to move forward. Many in the Awakened Conscious Collective are now living in the realm of fifth dimensional energies and higher, in which we no longer have to wait for something to happen in order to realize our dreams and our wishes. The reason for this is that we recognize ourselves as powerful multidimensional beings who are creating our realities in every moment with our carefully, consciously created energies. It is through our intuitive, heartfelt feelings and excitement to create something that will be our best barometer as what to action next. Now, if you're a person who has relied quite heavily on trying to figure life out and being told what to do, rather than following your inner intuitive knowing, I guess you might feel frozen and paralyzed as to making some kind of movement forward. And what is increasing this frustration in many is that what they may have done up until now is no longer working for them. And it seems like it's past its use by date. And um, no matter how much they push and they force an outcome, it simply is not happening. And dear ones, if this is happening to you, it means that a brand new something is on the horizon. And we need to really drop down to our hearts and ask ourselves, what do we love doing? 
and then to find ways to access that and create around it. Now, in this, and, and believe me, <laughs> when, when you get that intuitive hit, it may be not logical at all. It may be completely irrational. You know, in this regard, it reminds me of that film, Field of Dreams with Kevin Costner. It just if you don't know about it, uh, Kevin Costner hears a voice that whispers to him, build it and they will come. Now for Kevin Costner, who is a lover of baseball, this involves plowing up good, usable, income-producing fields on his farm to build a baseball field out in the middle of nowhere, listening to this voice. The voice of God goes against all rational, rationale and all logic, but this burning desire and urge within him is much stronger than any rational thinking. And once he follows his strong intuitive feelings, the crowds pour in to support it. And, and let me tell you, this is the way that we create our realities. As we go into 2020, we become our own heroes, our own heroines, listening and following the calling in our hearts. Now, with uh, regard to build it and they will come, I've had so many people see that I've, writ uh, I've written uh, five books or two audio books, written three books. And they said, oh my gosh, you know, that's wonderful. H how are you, um, I I've had a great idea for a book. And I said, oh, that's wonderful, but I can't figure out how to market it how and how to distribute it. And um, I'm trying to figure out, uh, you know, whether I'm gonna put a preface or introduction or a forward or an epilogue in it. And I say, well, how much of the book have you written? And um, and they said, oh, I haven't written the book yet. And I say, well, you know, you're planning your international book tour already when you haven't even written the book. Build it first. And then the opportunities and the connections will come. But you had this urge in your heart given to you by God's source. And it's there for a higher purpose for you to bring it forth and then the opportunities and the connections will show up on how you can step forward with it. Now, if you decide to become your own true life hero or heroine, it's so important to realize that the calling that you are sensing in your heart feels, it's not just small, but this feels much larger than yourself. It feels like as, as I said, a calling, a mission, or a purpose. It's much grander than simply doing it for your personal gain. The reason for this is that it was divinely given to you and you alone to not only serve yourself, but to share it with the world to serve others. You know, I've heard from many clients who have been successful in the corporate world and the feelings in their heart were driving them out of that corporate world and into the healing arts. Yet having been told their whole life that making more and more and more money and climbing up the ladder of success was their goal, that their physical and emotional health suffered greatly. 
once they stepped forward into taking inspired action toward what they were intuitively guided to pursue, their health dramatically and drastically improved. But when you decide to step forth as your own real life hero or heroine, there are several cautions here. Firstly, when you decide to put on your hero's or your heroine's cape, not to save the world, as the world does not need saving, but to be of service to a larger and grander ideal, be prepared for some backlash. Now, this is especially the case if you've established yourself to be seen and recognized in one particular area. For example, when my clients who worked in the corporate world uh, told their families that they were leaving their big business jobs and following that inner urge to go into the healing arts, they were said to be mad, to be crazy, to give up their so-called secure salaries. The important point is to remember that this calling inside of you is it, it just fuels your abundant energies and then will create abundance in all areas of your life. There is another caution here in that your bravery at, at passionately creating and forging a brand new path of service, it might really tick some people off. It might make them envious and jealous of your actions because they don't have the courage to follow the intuitive heartfelt longings. And the last caution is that if you decide to follow this inner divinely giving urging, you may be perceived to be a little bit cuckoo, a little bit woo woo, a little bit different, strange and odd from others. And that's okay. In this category of being a hero, I would put a man who championed and touched the hearts of a whole generation. And he did it just by being exactly who he was. In the last few weeks, everyone, my husband Pete and I saw the movie. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood with Tom Hanks. And we also then saw the, document, the documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor? about the children's TV host, Mr. Rogers. I had the absolute blessing, the great fortune for my children to grow up watching Mr. Rogers and his homespun, you know, some would say his old fashioned way of caring and truly listening to others. His quiet, slow, compassionate and invested approach to being sensitive to his audience was made even more evident when compared with the loud, fast-moving, slapstick, violent humor that was so evident on TV as uh, it showed children getting slimed and hit in the face with pies. This kind and gentle man saw not only children, but, uh, but all people. He saw all people as important and he made kindness, being gentle and compassionate, his ministry, his ministry. Now one could add animals to this list because in the documentary, it shows Mr. Rogers meets with Coco, 
who was the signing gorilla, taught sign language, and Coco expressed love and signs how much she loves Mr. Rogers. So heartwarming. Mr. Rogers was a wise adept at communicating this love, and he told a whole generation that they were special, just the way they are. This was not meant as a sort of entitlement, that they didn't have to work hard and diligently for their dreams, but that each of us is unique. And as such, is each one of us is of great value and worth. Think about that. Each one of us is of great value and worth. You know, while Fred Rogers was an ordained minister, and he, he did have a deep interest in child psychology, he had a very singular approach, practicing a kind of humanism that expressed itself as a commitment to everyone's dignity. He believed children's emotions were important to address and talk through, and he devoted his whole life to doing just that. What struck many people as so extraordinary was that Mr. Rogers, Rogers was basically the same person off camera as he presented himself to be on camera. As this is, and this is so unexpected with so many people who are on TV. With the channels overflowing with shows about competing against one another, whether there's a competition in singing, a competition in dancing, a competition in athletics, a competition in all kinds of areas, in even cooking. Or on the flip side of that is panel TV talk shows that thrill people with gossip and putting down and judging and criticizing others. What, what people choose to do, what they choose to wear, what they, and they comment on what they eat and who they're with. The documentary exposed what a vast wasteland television is when it comes to programs that readily set out to touch the human condition. And Mr. Rogers addressed the human condition and touched our hearts by simply being an example of interacting with kindness towards people of all ages and races and cultures, because each one of them had an inherent intrinsic worth and value. It was so deeply heartwarming to see children and parents well up with tears when they met with him as he had such a profound effect on their lives. Yet on the other hand, it is jarring as it brings into light how much his simple message of valuing another person still makes sense and how little it is evident in our technologically fast-paced world. The film resurrects the need for old-fashioned goodness and it reminds all of us that being nice is not a weakness, that speaking with care is a thing we do simply because we believe that the person we are talking to is a human being with value, worth, and dignity. That this soft-spoken gentle hero and his wonderful message spotlighted the great need for everyone to be more invested and focused on just being kind. You know, everyone, with it coming up to the end of the year, as we enter into a whole new decade, 
it would be wonderful if we all devoted our time to bring, bring back some of Mr. Rogers' old-fashioned kindness and make dignity, respect, and caring about our neighbors fashionable again. The funny thing is that if we set the intention to be heroes in our life, thrive where you are planted, and courageously serve a greater good, then we will draw opportunities and connections to ourselves to step into that role of being a hero in our, own, in our lives and in the lives of many others. You've been listening to me on this lovely show, Dr. Pat's show. We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to be taking some of your calls for free angel readings. So I'll see you after this quick break. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Right now, ask yourself, how far are you from your dream? Are you closer today than yesterday? Entrepreneur and personal coach Deborah Rothschild brings the wit and wisdom to transform you into a new dynamic you. Tune in to the Deborah Rothschild Show, Developing a Dynamic You. To learn more about Deborah, visit thedebrashow.com. That's the D-E-B-R-A show.com. Tune in live every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. What is a brilliant culture, and how do we create them? Why are they important? 
iCloud at Rally has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful, well, uh, hello everyone. I am Claire Candy Hoff and I am filling in for Dr. Pat today, giving her some RNR. And uh, right before the break, we were speaking about Mr. Rogers and how he was a real life hero to so many people and he did it just the way he was. Um, there is a quote here on Mr. Rogers. And he said, as human beings, our job in life is to help people realize how rare and valuable each one of us really is. That each of us has something that no one else has or ever will have, something inside that is unique to all time. It's our job, each one of our jobs to encourage each other to discover that uniqueness and to provide ways of develop, developing its expression. And one more thing before we leave the real life hero of, Doc, of Mr. Rogers. He, see, um, he was speaking at a commencement uh, and speaking to uh, college graduates. And he said, so many people have helped me, have helped him come to this night some of them are here, some are far away, and some are even in heaven. All of us have special ones who have loved us into being. And he asked the audience, he said, would you just take along with me 10 seconds, 10 seconds to think of people, your heroes, who have helped you become who you are. And listeners, I want to you to do that with me now. I've got my watch. I'm looking at it. I'm going to tick off the 10 seconds. Watch it. I want you to think of someone who has loved you into being. On your mark, get set, go. And that's 10 seconds. Who did you think about? I thought about my beloved husband, Pete who supports and encourages and loves me into being for just being who I am. My wonderful mother, who's almost 90 years of age, and my dad, who is very much with me every single solitary second, even though he passed away three years ago. Whomever you thought about, how pleased they would know, they must know, to have made the difference you feel that they've made for you. Being a hero is possible for each and every one of us. And we do it not by changing ourselves into anything that we are not, but we do it by just being ourselves. So um, before I talk about the energies of, uh, of this coming week, and they are huge, huge, huge energies. Um, with our topic today about becoming our own hero in 2020, something interesting caught my attention. And it has to do, 
with the kind of movies that Hollywood is producing that feature real life heroes. Um, I've noticed a trend um, that real life heroes are being portrayed in the movies. And I, for one, am loving this. So I see that we have a caller online and we're gonna go to that caller and I'll speak more about this perhaps if I have time afterwards. Dana or Dana, you're on the line uh, from Arizona. How are you today? Hi, Clara. Just fine. Thank you. I'm an affiliate of Tracy Park. She'll be coming up next, and I've listened to Dr. Pat. I've been an affiliate with uh, Tracy now since March. Yep. And my energy flow is growing. It's growing since I've uh, my transformation through Tracy. It's growing. Uh, I'm in touch with the energy fields, and it's great. It's beautiful. Uh, yes, I would certainly love a reading. Oh, terrific. Now, what uh, what area of your life uh, uh, would you like me to hone in on? Well, I've had a lot of near-death experiences, and what comes up in my life today is the question that keeps coming, popping up into my mind is that I don't care. And I, I believe that's a negative coming from my subconscious and not my conscious, God-conscious. Uh, I just need clarification on that. Can you help okay. me? Is that is that you don't care anymore? Is that what well, you said? Well, no, it's, but it's just what comes up into my mind, and I, I believe that it may be a suppressive against my subconscious not wanting me to be going forward with the God conscious, you know. Uh, oh, I see. Sort of I see. Okay. Well, well, the first thing that I got uh, <laughs> is it Dana or Dana? Dana, Dana. Dana. Okay, the first thing I got, Dana, was I heard applause. <laughs> the applause were because it's not that you don't care, but it's a detachment. It's a detachment to the have-tos. It's a detachment to the shoulds. It's a detachment to the I ought to do this. It's a detachment to the, the status quo. You, uh, you are now in almost liberated free free form freedom of being able to do that which your divine eternal nature gets excited about and it's like it's like you now you now feel like after being tethered and as many in the conscious collective feel that we were being tethered down um you know, by those uh, constrictions and restrictions of the things that we had to do, you know, get a good job, uh, a secure job, keep it, even if you hate the job, uh, uh, you know, uh, do what you need to, to do. Life was meant to be hard, all those things. And now it's like we're cut free and we're flying free. And it's not that we don't care. It's now that we're free and liberated to do that which makes our heart sing. Um, and that's what I was speaking about today um, in the show, about being our own hero and saying to ourselves, what is it? What is it that I love doing? I mean, you can tell that I love doing this. I have never in eight years monetized my program. People have said that I'm absolutely crazy but I never did it for the money. And as a result, with the abundance that I've felt, money has found me in all different areas of my life. Um, 
we're doing it because it is given to us through God. I know that if you thought about what you love doing, that uh, that that you know you would you would get an inkling about that, an intuitive feel, and the more you do that, then the more opportunities and connections can come in to be able to fulfill your doing that because it was it's and it's something that's larger it's so much larger than just our personal gain it's a calling it's a mission it's a purpose it's something that we think about doing it we wiggle i've spoken about my wiggle on many of my programs and it's like a little kid getting so excited like shaking like a little chihuahua that we're excited to do it the the hard part is to get away from all those shoulds and have-tos. Go on. Funny you say Chihuahua. I have one right here at the house with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what, that's, that's what they gave me. They gave me the, uh, the vision of the little Chihuahua shaking. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that He's cute? He's a lover, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm shuffling the cards, but, but when you think about it, Dana, what would you... What would you see yourself doing? What would you love doing? I've always loved to give people things, even though it sets me back on things that I need for myself. I'm just compelled to love animals and give to people in need. Even right. though it sets back financially and going forward in my own life, I'm just compelled to give and love out of, you know, just to give. Uh, right. Right. And so many of us, so many of us in the Conscious Collective, we gave of our time, our value, our effort, we gave our money, and it, we, and to our detriment, we had to learn. We had to learn because so many of us had near-death experiences. I had also on top of that a walking experience. And, you know, we were more etheric than we were physical, and we had to learn to balance to balance the grounded, yes, I will give, you know, but at not the detriment of my health and not being able to pay my bills and my food and all of those things as well. So it was a real learning curve for us. But um, you can give of your heart, you can give of your time, you can give of your value. Uh, there are so many things you can you can give to others, um, uh, and 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 it's in the giving that it's a gift that we give to ourselves. So there's a number of creative ways that you can do this. And Spirit is saying that the more creative you are and you make it and you have your individual unique fingerprints to stamp on it, uh, then, you know, then the sky is the limit. Now, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, you know, uh, they're asking, have you written the book yet? Have I written the book yet? I didn't even know I was meant to write one. I mean, I need to write a message within the community uh, that I'm associated with. Maybe that's what they're referring to. Okay, there is something about the written word that's saying that all your accumulated spiritual wisdom and knowledge and that you've that you're living and you're 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 breathing and it because it's it's now so much a part of you it may not be an e, uh, a you know you think it's you think everyone should be able to do this but it's not the case so 
um, it's a message or something that you need to write. It could even be a teaching manual or something, um, but they're saying that it's written already and the time that you devote to it will uh, allow you to bring it forth very easily and then the opportunities and the connections will manifest for you. Build it and it, and, and it will come build it and they will come that's what they're saying just like the field of dreams kevin costner i watched so, i watched the movie periodically i've watched it about a dozen times yeah oh <laughs> so there you go all right the first card that's coming out for you is the two of cups the two of cups of course is the partnership card um this is uh i feel like with this creative with this creativity bubbling up inside of you and, uh, and you're getting very excited about how you're going to um, develop, passionately develop these uh, things that you're going to be doing, you're going to be writing and also giving to others. It's going to be then bringing you people to collaborate with, bringing you people that you can par partner with as well. Well, I so, do know there's a very strong message that I need to send out within my own community that would probably bring the whole community much closer together than they are today. I mean, that, that, this, is, this has been on my mind for days. Yeah, uh, I need okay. to produce that. I believe it will be fruitful. Yes, yes. And the, and the posse of angels saying, yes, absolutely. Um, the twos are about bringing, uh, bringing things together. It's about having, having this feeling inside of your heart and then having some action, actioning it to then bring forth your, uh, um, uh, what, is it, what was I going to say? Your, um, you know, the, the results of that. But um, we have to well, do the action first. The, the people in the community, they're just not voicing enough communication with one another on what needs to happen within the community to bond them closer together in God's love. And it, it needs to be brought together. And I believe that I'm the one that's supposed to start the message to start that. And, and I feel <laughs> very that. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're saying... They're saying you, <laughs> well, okay, you were chosen for this. It's like you've been groomed. You were groomed through your near-death experiences. You were groomed through all the trials and the tribulations that you went through. You you were chosen to do this. Don't ever I know. I love, I love to write. I love to write. I do. Yeah. Okay. So... Absolutely. So the next card that's coming out for you is another two. This is the two of wands. And the two of wands, she's holding the globe or the, the orb of light in her hand. And this, they're telling me that you are the light. The wands are about creativity and writing and communication. You are the light to be able to do this, Dana. Why do you think that you went through all that you went through in the last, I don't know, 5, 10, 20, 30 years? It has been yeah, bringing... I, it's been 60 years. I had my mother pass on in days before her burial. I looked up and she was above me in a circle of white, so pure. She gave me a beautiful smile and I reached for her saying, Mom, and she left and... 
she that smile she gave me is the smile of what what's happening today in my life right now this very moment i she already knew you know that i was going to be much more in touch you know with the spiritual energy field that god produced today she oh already my knew gosh. yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, oh absolutely spirit spirit knows us better than we know ourselves and uh, they oh, they yeah, answer, absolutely they, <laughs> they answer they questions they answer questions before we know we even have questions. So there you yes, are. Yes, absolutely. And they come immediately. And if they don't, they come a day or two later. Or they come in many different forms, synchronies and signs. They, they always show up. The answers are always come. They always come. You know, <laughs> and absolutely. So there's there's the two. You've got the two of cups and the two of wands. And your next one is uh, I can't believe this. You've got three twos, Dana. Three wow, that's in itself. That's the, <laughs> I, I don't think I, I don't think that's happened. I can't remember if it's ever happened. The two of swords is about that's making beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? The two of swords is about oh, making a confirmation. <laughs> this, this is this is about making a choice. This is about you now have the sword in your hand. They're showing me like Archangel Angel Michael's sword, and they're saying the sword of choice to decide to step into this really, really important mission, calling, purpose that you have been primed for. Right. Well, the other one that I have been primed for is to show just justification against the people of the world using against their own fulfillments and money and greed and that against God's willingness, you know, to love. Yes. I, I, uh, I feel very strongly that the world needs to know that even with governments, they're, they're going against the people for their own greed you know, and own mm -hmm. selfishness, one party against the other, fighting yes. and bickering with each other, using people's taxes for their own ambitions and their own richness and desires. Absolutely. And it's, supposed to go, it's supposed to go to the people, even the yes. ministries and that. I'm not judging. I don't judge. I just feel what I have to say is I believe a lot of ministries and that are only using the money. They're not using it for the people that are donating. They're using it for their own foolish greed. Absolutely. And and all of that is being disclosed and all of that is being revealed as as the energies on the planet get higher and higher. Um, certainly uh, with this uh, solar eclipse um, and the new moon coming up and the huge date of the of January um, 12th uh, coming up, all of these are pushing the energy and the shift on the planet. Um, we are seeing, uh, you know, um, people being brought to task over um, ill-gotten gains and so many things are coming out about, you know, lies in, uh, in the health fields, in, uh, in, with pedophile rings, with so many, so many disconcerting things, um, you know. Um, well, take a look at the doctors today. They're getting fed back on prescriptions they're giving the public from the pharmaceutical companies for writing their prescriptions. 
I mean, we know this. Yeah, we know this. We know this. And many of us know that, you know, uh, the Federal Reserve is a privately owned uh, corporation. And we, we know that uh, taxes, paying taxes was never ratified, uh, <laughs> you know. And, and, well, it's, you like, know, it's so like Jesus in his own temple when he turned everything over in his own temple. He saw what was happening. They were selling things that were supposed to be provided for the people and not gain money, you know, out of foolishness and richness. Yes. It just didn't, it wasn't supposed to be done that way. But the important thing, Dana, to remember, and everyone to remember, is that we need to hold the peace. We need to, to just allow these things to be revealed as we see the old crumbling so that we can build those new humane uh, um, platforms for people to be fed, well, for people to be, uh, you know, given shelter, and it's happening. Well, well, I can't save the world. That's already been done. But am I the one that's supposed to expose these people for injustice to God, you know, and God's love? Uh, all all you need, all you need to do, is action what's in your heart. That's all you need to do. Whatever it is that you feel this urge, that's your best barometer on how to step forward. There's well, no have-tos and there's no shoulds, but whatever is in your heart, uh, and to do it with love and kindness and generosity. Well, I'm not looking for it for self-richness. I'm looking to give it back to the people that have given to these people that have been so ruthless and unkind to, you know, people that are the needy that are homeless and their starvation, you know, they need to be taken care of, you know. Yes, yes. And there, are, and there are lots I'm of, yeah, I know, but there are lots of, uh, lots of organizations that can be set up to help those people when, uh, in a way that it doesn't, it doesn't even put down those other people who would would seek to uh, to take away and destroy. Um, we've only got about two minutes left, Dana. It was lovely speaking with you. Um, thank you. The Posse of Angels and I are saying thank you for your efforts to the light. You got three twos. That is confirmation um, to that you should keep writing and uh and they're thanking you for your your efforts and all that you do for the planet god bless you young lady have a merry christmas i love you young lady thank you i love you too take care sweetheart bye bye and i with just about a minute left i'm going to pull a card for everyone this is a, this is to do with our show it's the hero's journey and it's the return returning to our own mastery you have been listening to me claire candy hoff on the dr pat show i'm wishing everyone a beautiful holiday season not only that i ask you to fashion a beautiful life for yourself I'm wishing you love and as always angel blessings. I do look forward to you um, maybe tuning in to my Angel Healing House radio program at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Transformation Talk Radio. Take care, everyone. Have a beautiful day. Bye. <music>